the team with the biggest support in Glasgow and the West. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Half time in the three o'clock games Rangers 1, St Mirren 0, Hibs 1, Aberdeen 0 And a full time result from earlier Just in case you haven't heard Was St Johnston 1, Celtic 3 The phone lines are open early on a Sunday 01419511025 What did you make of the game at McDermott Park? And once the three o'clock games finish What did you make of those? Give us a call Anything of note Before the second half kicks off at Ibrooks, Roger We'll just wait on the Rangers team coming out St Mirren team is out on the pitch Ready to go again Unchanged from Stephen Robinson in the second half Rangers substitutes still warming up No sign of James Tavernier in the team It doesn't look as if Philip Clement will make any changes I'm just looking all the subs still seem to be there And you know it, a very, very late goal by Abdallah Sima. He's 10th of the season, as you said. He's not got one for a while. He scored the first goal of the Philip Clement reign up 4-0 win here against Hibernian. He was also on target in the 3-0 win against St Mirren in Paisley early on the season when Stephen Davis was in temporary charge of the Rangers team. So he will be glad to end that little mini-goal drought that he had. Just look at the Rangers team coming out here just now. Led by James Tavernier, it looks to me as if it's the same team, they're not all out yet. McCausland coming out, Leon Balligan coming out, yes, the last man, Todd Cantwell, coming out. He will survive to play the second half, and so he should. He played a, an integral role in that opening goal, taking the pass from Seymour, feeding it to, from Dessel, feeding it onto Seymour. I'm not too sure it was an intention to feed it onto Abdallah Seymour, the big winger taking the ball just off Tavernier's uh, Cantwell's toe and slamming into the bottom corner. We're just about to get underway. No changes on our side. Rangers 1-0 up at half-time. Uh, there we go. Perhaps no surprise. I take it that's the old managerial one. The, the goal changes it for you, even if you were thinking about a change. No need. Everything's rosy after the opening goal. Yeah, the half-time team talk certainly um, changes because I think that he would have had a few strong words. Roger's right. I, I think mean, he, he Presumably he'll still have done that bit though, yeah? Yeah, yeah. But I, I think he may have looked at the substitutions. Um, but he's obviously got that goal and he's probably had a, a few strong words with one or two and said look we need to up the game here um, we need to go and finish this the next goal we'll probably see them getting the three points um, which is important to them especially at home they've not been at their best but it's all about winning it's all about closing that gap in Celtic so it'll be interesting to see the response he gets in the second half I think you know Dessers has played his part in the goal and therefore that saved his skin as well because had there been no goal then Clement would have done a Brendan Rodgers he'd have looked at Dessers and thought look, just come off nothing's happening for you but he'd been part of the goal and he's thought right, I've, he's bought himself a chance to persevere uh, and the goal changes the complexion of the, the afternoon and I think it saved Dessers from an early bath it does change things for St Mirren as well although to be fair Jim it's not like they were ultra cautious holding out for a nil-nil anyway so I'm not sure we're going to see a drastic change in what St Mirren no, did they actually had a couple of decent yeah. openings yeah I don't, I don't think you'll see a drastic change they'll, they'll try and stay in the game as long as they possibly can um, and then maybe with 15-20 minutes to go Stevie Robinson might might gamble a little bit maybe take uh, one of the, the, the midfield players off or one of his central defenders and just just go, uh, go for it but 
in terms of managers at half time whether it's Clement going in at half time you can still be angry but you're, it's tempered by the fact that you've scored the goal because if you if you don't temper it Gordon the players are sitting there and sitting there if, if you're if you're off in one and right and they're sitting there saying wait a minute we're winning one nil here mm. so you know so you've got to understand um, the personality of your players and also how they will react to you some big score lines coming in from the English Premier League 103 and a half minutes so far <laughs> been played at Chelsea they're 3-2 up against Brighton as we said uh, Chelsea down to 10 men and in the 87th minute of Liverpool against Fulham Fulham were leading 3-2 Liverpool scored in the 87th and 88th minute and won it 4-3 in fact is it even over yet is it yeah is it's finished yeah. now is that uh, unprofessional here no no that, well how come every time somebody loses a goal early then it's unprofessional but with a minute to go they lose one and then lose a goal a oh, minute later world of difference world of difference no you're not giving unprofessional no, if you come out it's, you know Tommy Burns used to say to me The last thing you tell them In the dressing room Is the first thing they forget When they go out <laughs> on the park So if it happens At the start of the game Then Yeah If you lost a goal In the first minute Unacceptable <laughs> If you score a goal In the last minute Then that's About resilience yeah. no, And no, character What's unacceptable about it though? 87 in 88 yeah. minutes Is that unacceptable? It's a sign Of <laughs> Liverpool Being indomitable <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, Burnley scored last night in 15 seconds. Incredible. 15 <laughs> seconds. Uh, and that's when, you know, you, you, you're, you're scratching your head as a manager. You know, you see all the things as, as you say there. Yeah, you see everything <laughs> to all your players going, you've been there. And you see, you know, make sure this doesn't happen, that doesn't happen. 15 seconds, mm. you're a goal down. And a, and a relegation battle, even at this stage of the, the season, and you just, you've, there's no way back from it. I think I've missed my calling. I should have been a manager. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, I'd have loved you being a manager. Wouldn't have lasted very long. No, the players but, wouldn't mm. have lasted very long. Yeah. <laughs> He'd be stunned there going, how come I've only six? You <laughs> need to have a big squad And a lot of subs You're probably right now With nine subs And you can change five of them Because yeah. you, you'd have changed five After ten minutes Yeah I don't think <laughs> you hang about uh, Early stages then Of the second half Nothing really uh, To tell you about Certainly Rangers Are the team attacking At Ibrooks In the opening stages Still The opportunity there To turn this into a comfortable afternoon The first half wasn't that But once you do get that lead If you can score early in the second The game takes on a whole different complexion So Gordon, there's a midweek game Tuesday and Wednesday Celtic playing earlier Or Celtic playing Wednesday And Rangers Tuesday, is it? No, uh, is it the same night? I think. The same night? Is yeah. it the same night this week? Yeah, the only one on Tuesday Is Ross County Motherwell ah, right, And then right. the rest are all All, all, all Wednesday, Wednesday. Right. Yeah. I wasn't 100% sure Because obviously we're talking today About Celtic obviously They haven't done, done the job And then Rangers having to follow on it. I know it, it can kind of flips it some, yeah, the sometimes, but I was just curious of whether there was a, a game Tuesday night, <sighs> both on Wednesday. Tuesday night, otherwise you'd have gone nah, up, nah, wouldn't you? You'd have gone up to Dingwall. I'm raging because you're in here. Do you want me to get a swap? I'll, I'll, I'll sort of swap I, for you, about, no problem. Ask about and see if you can get anything. I'd be much appreciated. <laughs> and phone me tonight and let me know so that gives me plenty of time to plan. Um, Roger Hanna says he'll do it He'll I do it Tuesday I he's, he's messaged already I wouldn't go up to Dingwall If I was a manager in Motherwell <laughs> <laughs> another It's a nice place Dingwall Oh it's a hell of a journey Another save Another save Jack Butland from Iunga So he's had to be Alert today As Jack Butland He has been the one The one uh, You know he's just a fantastic goalkeeper And uh, he, he he gives so much confidence to everybody in front of him. 
Yeah, no, what I like about Butland as well is his demeanour. You know, he's one. He's not one of the ones that if he makes a save, he starts ranting and screaming and shouting and that stuff. He, you know, he does his job. You see him. He, div- he can say he's certainly vocal, but he's a guy that always looks calm, even if it, if something does slip a little bit. You see me push his hand up. He acknowledges things. He's he tries. He's, he's, he's very two footed. I mean, he strikes mm. a ball brilliant with either foot. Um, and yeah, he's been a, a very good signing uh, for Rangers because following Alan McGregor was always going to be tough. Yeah, uh, three corners in quick succession, forcing Mirren. So they're giving it a go at the start of the second half as well. They've got a bit of height about them, Saint Man. Mm. That's what I did notice when I seen them in Paisley. I thought, well, but quite a big team. They'd be a danger at set plays. Um, so Rangers just need to be careful. Yeah, we saw that today, didn't we, with, with the earlier game? We, yeah, well, Hara, sorry, heads you know. this one onto the roof of the net. Yeah, just with the Celtic game, we, we, we knew that St Johnson would be a threat to set plays, and, you know, the, that, that's what, especially if you get somebody like Carey who can whip them in, and sit man with Tanzer, particularly on the right-hand side, he's normally got a really good left foot and, and can d- and deliver things and, and put you under pressure. If you've got somebody with good delivery and you've got that physical presence, Gordon, it's, agree, it's, always, it's always a threat. I agree, I like Tanzer. I think he's got a, a really nice left foot on him. He can... Mm-hmm. Put a nice delivery in there and um, give the opportunity for strikers to go and attack it. Uh, don't forget, the phone lines are open. We always open them a bit early on these six-hour Sundays. It's a bit different, of course, because we've got games going on. We're having to spread them out throughout the show. But nevertheless, still give us a call. 01419511025. Or you can tweet us at Clyde SSB. Get in touch. If St Min's score, is it going to be Mark O'Hara? He has a little knack of scoring mm. against Rangers, doesn't he? He does. Don't yeah, agree with that. Yeah, just seen him in the pictures there. We had him in here, lovely, lovely guy. Go on then, get out of the way. No. What do you always say when you <laughs> reference Mark O'Hara? <laughs> He's got a friend in the car park. Jim Duffy this earlier this season. <laughs> yeah, was it last season, last season. Mark last O'Hara season. came in to the show as a guest but he left his girlfriend for in the car no he was only in for one hour um, just left her sitting in the car park apparently she's sitting outside Ibrox and they're listening on the radio <laughs> Gordon was outraged and they oh, are yeah. they are now aware the people at St Mirren are aware that you mention this every time oh, do they? They, I've heard that they know fine well this is a running joke so alright oh, okay. a lovely boy I've got to say and by the way he's a very very talented player good player he's been excellent for St Mirren yeah, James Tavernier, the latest to have a go. Zach Hemming producing the save on this occasion. Not a bad start to the second half at all. Both teams having well, a fair clearly, bit of attacking intent. Well, but before the match started, Stephen Robinson said it's about belief if you're a submitting player. And clearly they believe it's not a lost cause. And uh, you know, the Rangers fans, Roger was speculating that there might have been jeers instead of cheers at half time because of the overall display given by Philippe Clement's side. So, some better happened given this up. Yeah, just earlier on there, you've seen Dessers again, he must be listening to his taking it in and then playing He's done the well ball. well a couple of times, hasn't he? This <laughs> yeah, second because half. he's t- taking it in. You know, it's, it's not a difficult thing to do. I always say, try all the flicks and, and stuff like that when, when you're playing well and when the team's playing well and when, and when there's a bit of cohesion between you and your teammates. If you're not used to playing with them, if it's different players, you're not in the same wavelength It's only natural How many times do you hear Someone saying Like O'Reilly and Kyogo mm. Are you in the same wavelength Because you play together Week in week out Jim see since a young lad At Ibrox See mm. if we were playing And you tried to flick And it didn't mm. come off You got what mm. for mm. Every shout was Hold the ball mm. up Hold it in And bring other players Into play And it's mm. even the same To this day And that's what you're mm. rightly said I, I thought he was brilliant For a goal 
I really the hold up play was great. I allowed Cantwell to get the support, and then obviously Seema pops up and bangs one into the back of the net. So yeah, it's important for uh, Dessers to link that play as much as the minute he links that play, his next mm. thought is get in the box mm. and try and go on the. Well, end if he's it. not a natural goal scorer, Gordon, he's got to add that. That's going to be a priority, isn't it? Because mm. if you're a natu- if you're a Chris Boyd, for instance. You know, you're just you're a penalty box. You're 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 scoring goals for fun, uh, and your link-up plays know the best. But you're every every chance you'll score a goal. But if you're not a natural goal scoring, Dessers doesn't seem to be that. Mm. Then you have to add the other side of it, which is bringing your teammates in. But I mentioned you need to build partnerships, and that takes a wee bit of time and a bit of confidence. I mean, he's taking in a game there. I just think the managers maybe said to him, "Look, nice and simple. Keep he's it done simple. it great. He's held it up. He's laid it wide. He's got in the box." Uh, Aberdeen actually had the ball in the net McGarry scoring But Willie Collum gives the foul For a challenge on David Marshall Sockler uh, and Marshall Both competing for a Clarkson cross Correct decision says Fraser Wisher mm-hmm. Well done Fraser He's got one thing right this afternoon He'll be freezing when he He was in Geneva That's not oh, exactly uh, you know, he'll be Mediterranean uh, Listen I've sat there many a year It's not a comfortable place To be out in the cold you're up high Easter Road as well It's freezing Yeah it's not bad though It's freezing I was just talking about the stairs I don't know if the stadium's actually high It is is a bit of a workout Getting up there Especially from from, uh, the ground level Because you've got to go up the stairs Initially Just to go up to the stand And then you've got the Proverbial uh, Everest climb up the stairs Someone Um, told me that Airdrie is the highest stadium in Scotland In terms of above sea level Yeah. Yeah Yeah Did you not know that? Well, I do, I do know that because someone told me recently, but I was just yeah, double checking. Yeah. He's, he's 100%, 100%, yeah. Is that a fact? Is fact, it? Like 100%. That. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, well, okay. if Gordon says 100%. Uh, it must be. It's well, 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 the first thing, I learned the history of the club when I went in. Um, <laughs> right away. Because my gut instinct yeah. tells me, <laughs> like. <laughs> Your first thought was, are we the highest stadium <laughs> in, the, in the country? Throw balls and Oh, see, this could be so. A court, producer Chris googled it, and one search says Broadwood, but that would—they must be similar. Mm. Cumbernauld and Airdrie are of yeah. a similar mm. level. Yeah, well, above sea level. Far away from each other. Um, but there you go. See, we, we ask all the burning but questions. No, there's, on no this show. Se- there's no senior. There's no senior. They're not in the football league. Anybody Broadwood. Oh, good fact. So there see, you go. There we go. No, don't. So, jam. I don't know if that's enough to get us out of it. But there. you're right. Um, so, so Gordon's right. Oh yeah, he knew that. He knew that distinction. I did know that. He knew that loophole that Clyde don't play there anymore, yeah. and all the rest of it. I don't think so. Yeah. Does Clyde play Hamilton? Yeah. Is it still Hamilton? Yeah. yeah. Hamilton. Train at Stenhouse Muir. Play yeah. at Hamilton. Yeah. No mads. Yeah, they are. They have been for a for a back and forward. But we get Aberdeen there in the yeah. cup. That'll be uh, mm-hmm. yeah. After yeah. after Darvo, Aberdeen can take nothing for granted. Well, Aberdeen, as we mentioned today, is sitting third bottom. Uh, you know, they, they really, although their performance levels seem to be okay, according to Barry Robinson, obviously, not seen Aberdeen a lot, and we, we only the seen them in the bigger games. games, European games, the game against Rangers. The other side, the week before against Celtic, they, 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 were, they were well beaten, it could have been anything. Um, but they need to get points on board, Gordon, because the longer you're down there, then the more nervy it becomes. You know, it's not, not even just the fact to finish bottom, finishing second bottom. That playoff is an absolute nightmare for, for a team, and a team like Aberdeen should never be anywhere near there. No. So, you know, they'll need to be careful. Um, but another goal for Hibs, and it will be game, set, and match for this afternoon. 
Scottish football moves on so quickly Doesn't it Fraser was reminiscing El Sacchio Remember that Jim Goodwin yeah. Lee Johnson yeah. It was Jim Goodwin That paid the price of that night But Lee Johnson Didn't hang around too much longer Two different men yeah, Dug out this Jim afternoon Jim didn't even do the press did he? he was walking across the oh, pitch With the bag yeah. With the bin bag See you later And then Listen to the United They're doing well this year In the, in, in the league Obviously out of two cups But in, in the league They've been doing very very well um, Dessers with the effort Hemming with the save Sorry no, I, well, that's good for Dessers in the, in the sense that he's been he's been a bit of a threat. I think just simple things, you know, helping to set up the, the the goal. Hugh was saying maybe the manager would have been thinking about it, but the fact is, it's just give him a little bit of confidence. And like any any footballer, you need a bit of confidence just to help you relax and and take part in the game without being a bag of nerves. Go back to that Brendan Rodgers quote, you know. The, 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 the ambition and the intensity and so on it's astonishing when you think about it you know the, where does that leave those who remained on the bench today that he couldn't even trust to bring on what do they think about them well I think if you look at the um, you, the likes of home and, and guys like that I don't think they are as I don't know as good a players as a rail and stuff so I think he knows that you know, Riley's like, listen, he scored a wonder goal. It's a f- f- phenomenal goal. And McGregor and stuff like that. So he just knows them. You know, he's not going to improve the team no. by taking them off. He's better with a 80% Callum McGregor than, 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 for instance, the boy home. At this moment in time, maybe in the future, who knows. But certainly at the moment, he's going with his tried and trusted. I don't, I don't think he made the substitution because I don't think he needed them after mm-hmm. home and mm-hmm. Mikey Johnson. I thought he'd seen enough mm-hmm. what they two brought to it. Yeah. Um, um, and I thought, oh, sorry, oh, mm. I, um, I thought that um, when he seen what the the, the difference with Celtic sharpness and you know moving the ball mm. quicker, he didn't need to make all these substitutions. Mirren are very much in this game, yeah. you know. There's a young guy again testing Jack mm. Butland. Danilo is coming on. Will it be the mm-hmm. end for Cyril Dessers just as he's starting to settle into the game, or will it be someone else? Two up top. I don't see it at all. Um, I would imagine that Dessers, you take, I, th- I think Jim's right, he's starting to get a little bit of confidence, but if you take out his role in the goal, which is very important, mm. let's not be kidding, he's really offered nothing. He said one shot just a little minute ago, but the, th- the thing is, if you play one stick with the same system, it has to be Dessers. Yep. And a lot of times, even managers nowadays, you know, they work with uh, the analysis, the, d- the data, and sometimes they've already made their mind up pre-game that a player's coming off in an hour how many times do we see it now you can almost bank on it 60-65 minutes bang the, the, some some players get substituted so maybe that was the case maybe you know uh, Philip Clemens looked at it and after an hour Dessers you run yourself about for an hour and then I'll put Danilo on it's incredible nowadays yeah, isn't it? Yeah, but it the, happens the, the data and yeah. the pr- we were talking about projected mm-hmm. uh, XG uh, goals well mm-hmm. To me, I, I've got a thousand goals in my because I've got about seven hundred projected ones. <laughs> uh, I was on your XG, your XG, XG a whatever XG stands for. Um, I did my own data. You get five minutes and then you're off. Yes, confirmation of that change. Dessers off, Danilo on for Rangers. That's the first change of the afternoon. Saint well, Mirren haven't shuffled their pack yet. The Rangers fans will not be able to rest easy until the second goal comes, if it comes, uh, because it has the look of that kind of game. Rangers have been far from scintillating. St Mirren have hung in there. Uh, only one act from Sima. 
separates the sides and you know, there's scope for a draw. Yeah, I think Danilo's got to show a little bit more. In the last couple of games up at Aberdeen mm-hmm. and against Limassol, he was poor. Um, so I think, you know, half an hour, he's really got to, sh- you know, show that quality that he looked as if he had there and, uh, you know, give give Rangers a focal point, be a threat, um, get get in behind, uh, get in, you know, hold the play up. Uh, I just, I think he's got a wee bit to prove to the Rangers fans um, from the last couple of performances. Another good Aberdeen chance. Mijowski hits the post with a volley from eight yards, possibly... Should have done better Actually got a bit tasty there A few heavy challenges Boyle and Newell Both went into the book Shinny didn't But the the Hibs fans felt he should have So they got on the ref's back For that one And it sounds quite feisty That one's not over by a long shot either Aberdeen with the chance there to level But Miofsky hitting the post From eight yards out We said Miofsky's a good player Whether just going from um, what, what uh, Fraser would say looks as if he should score so there's a, a chance oh, I, don't, I don't know why a centre forward Gordon is passing the ball 10 yards out 12 yards out right in front of goal yeah great why? build up play with Rangers McCausland don't ask very, him he never passed it I know yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. McCausland yeah. was terrific there uh, played mm. a nice ball and he can't well nicely off yeah you've got to you've got to hit that take that out of your feet and hit it you're a striker you're in the box be greedy be selfish be the man two touch for me set it and hit it he's, as I say 12 yards out you know not not, not far away from the, the, the you know between the post I, I think take one extra touch you allow players to to um, regroup and that's exactly what happened again you know just for me centre forward hit it touch and hit here, touch, hit no. We have passed the hour mark So still Rangers in front They're good for their lead But St Mirren are not out of this Not out of it at all Stephen Robinson might think about Shaking things up a bit for his team Trying to get back into this one I think it shows the, the, the length To which Rangers will need to go In January To bring in the Clement players Because he, like Brendan Rodgers Has been handed a set of players um, That have nothing to do with him and uh, Brendan Rodgers has said that, that he wants four quality players in, in January and that Rangers this is a kind of mediocre Rangers they, they, they never really excite you that much uh, and I think both Celtic and Rangers would like to have a I good th- January I think the biggest problem Hugh is I totally agree with you I think that both Celtic and Rangers fans are desperate for better quality under obviously Rangers under a new manager to see what he brings in but they've got that bigger squads that they oh. have to try and get rid of players in yeah. January yeah. I think that's their biggest job that feels to me like my abiding memory of every January window or I actually I'll extend that to every other transfer mm-hmm. window we always act like it's going to be much easier mm-hmm. to clear players out than it is uh-huh. Mm. Every single mm. window We build up to it By saying well He can go He can go He can mm. go And he can go And it very rarely happens Because yeah, It's hard to contracts. find clubs And players want to <laughs> Yeah, yeah stay But also you've contract. got A basic premise here That look I don't fancy him at all mm. Who wants him you know, well, My attitude would be well, If you don't fancy him what, what makes him attractive to me But I also think um, You know Players You know I've got good contracts and if, if you've got maybe a year or two years to go on your contract and you're on a healthy salary, yes, you're sir. not just going to walk out the mm-hmm. door and say, well, because you don't like me, I'll, I'll go. They're going to either want something similar or they're going to want the club 
to compensate them for going and then they've got agents and then the, whatever uh, you know level they're, they're going to go and try and try and play it so there's, there's so many variables Gordon that, that affects that and that's the reason why invariably you know, the vast majority of them stay there and see their contracts out and then they move you know so it's, it's not easy at you know, clubs have to work hard sometimes to get players out, and there has to be a lot of negotiations. And in between times, the managers keep changing, so they keep bringing in new groups of players. I feel like I personally should take some blame for this, since we had the debate mm-hmm. about whether Miofsky was in the discussion for best player outside mm-hmm. of Glasgow. He's hit the post from eight yards. Mm-hmm. He's now volleyed wide from six yards <laughs> and should score. They've made a change in attack, but he's kept on. They've swapped his partners as they often do Sockler <laughs> off and Duke on I, I don't uh, mind that He's a centre yeah. forward I would much rather come off the pitch and say Missed a couple of good chances today Should have done better with that Than sit in the dressing room and think I didn't have a sniff of goals now You look at Dessers Dessers must be sitting in there In that dugout Try to look at his game this afternoon and go Well, I linked up for the goal Apart from that Did I really influence this game? So he will be disappointed with his performance. Yeah, I, I just think players now, it's different. Listen, we, we know it's different. The game has changed. Everything's, you know, uh, evolving. But I, I've said to players, I've had discussions with players, have you said to your teammates, for instance, I've spoken to players and maybe say, like a centre forward, oh, the ball's not coming into the box. And I'll say, well, did you, have you had a word with your teammates? Have you spoken to your teammates? Have you said to your wide players, are you maybe going to put the ball in early because I'm making runs? And they've went, no. I say, well, they might. You might think they know, but maybe they don't, or maybe they're following the socks. Have you spoke to the manager about no? And you're thinking, why not? You know what I mean? Why why don't you, you know, you speak to your teammates? I just think that's the way, just the way it is now. Everyone just looks after their own kind of positions now, and they they, they don't really kind of involve themselves with a teammates. They, they were they were old days that you were talking about, Jim. Because mm. I remember I was at, at Wraith Rovers this mm. time. The lad Barry Wilson. Yeah, yeah. Barry was a terrific winger, and uh, he played in such a way. And as a centre forward, I was getting frustrated. And I remember saying to him one day at half time, "Put the ball in early. If you don't, I'm going to go on your back. Yeah. If you put it on early and I'm not there, you have a go at me." And it ended up not bad. What a motivational speaker you are exactly. Honestly I love that I took all the glory told yeah, him. That sounds about right That really does There's um, an arm match ball If Philippe Clement was thinking about A change Maybe Rabi Matondo Has had impact off the bench For Rangers this season That would be the only kind of Standout attacking sense Unless um, Unless he fancies throwing in The much maligned Sam Lammers Or You would Jose imagine Cifuentes. Matondo for McCausland Wouldn't you Just as a young kid again Just getting that strength in his legs And and as, as the game well into the last 20 minutes you would imagine pace coming on some man going to take a risk might leave a little bit more space and somebody like Matondo's I think Matondo's looked a little bit lively in the last yeah, 10 no, minutes it, Jim, it has gone I, I take on saying, board what you're saying about the young because he sees Rabi Matondo warming up could you see Lammers coming on after being cheered <laughs> off take Cantwell off oh I'd like <laughs> to see that yeah, well, Cant Cantwell's had a couple of really good moves where he's picked the ball up in that central area, but his final ball has maybe let him down. But he's he's been, you know, the the type of player that you you think he's he is, you know, in terms of picking that ball up in the inside right inside right inside left positions, getting at opponents, driving at maybe, people. Maybe this changes things. Goal flashes.
with M&D Green Pharmacy. Rangers 2, St Mirren 0, Abdallah Sima 2. He's on a hat-trick already. He scored in Philippe Clement's first game in charge. He hadn't scored since leading into today. And now he has got a double. It was a ball through the middle. An easy finish. And the game looks like it is heading beyond St Mirren. And in the other game as well. Goal flashes. With M&D Green Pharmacy. Same story It's the hosts who've gone 2-0 up Hibs have doubled their advantage It's Martin Boyle's corner Will Fish with the header And that makes Aberdeen Road back A lot longer indeed But game beyond St Mirren now Hugh? Without a shadow of a doubt uh, you know, They've played bravely Given it the best shot But it's done And uh, Check like- for offside obviously should throw that in before we get oh. too carried away And if the goal stands at Easter Road Then it's game set and match For Hibs as well Because uh, you know Aberdeen will not come back and score three times Or even two for a draw So we've got two home wins in our hands uh, Two changes for St Mirren anyway Done for Taylor and Olesanya for Ayunga um, <coughs> But I guess that offside check Hasn't come to anything um, or it's taking its time <laughs> We expect Rangers to be 2-0 up Goal stands 2-0 mm. Good day for Sima um, Getting back in Just a ball through the middle It's a good run Tell you what It's a very composed finish I've got to give the St Mirren keeper credit He dived away right out the road So <laughs> that Sima could just roll it in the corner But yeah. uh, good ball Good movement And uh, two very very good goals from Sima this afternoon and Todd Cantwell Two assists Yes he yeah. maybe Didn't mean the first one But nevertheless The stats show But that's what I'm talking about Gordon Again it's been That type of player Likes to get on the half ton And likes to be positive As a risk You understand that Sometimes you will Lose the ball But he gets on He could play the ball Back to his centre backs He doesn't He turns on the halfway line And his first thought is Can I play the pass forward He plays a perfectly weighted pass Seem as quick as we know But he gets his first touch Out his feet And then he just bends it Just nice Exquisite little side footer curls it into the far corner. Two nothing Rangers should be game set match. Yeah, you don't see Saint Man come back from that. No, um, like it's not been vintage Rangers, but the most important thing is the three points, especially after watching Celtic go up to Perth and um, winning. So you've got to keep down that winning streak, keep that gap as as tight as it, you possibly can. And it's been a good afternoon for Sima. Can he go and get a match ball? Goldson goes into the book for a challenge on Olasanya, who is just on the pitch. St Mirren looking to try and salvage something from it. It does look a long way back, 19, 18 in fact, of the 90 to go. And they trail Rangers by two goals to nil. Same story, Aberdeen. It's been mm. a... We, we said it before, that you know this season... Has had some nice moments in Europe, some good performances. The league table is a bit skewed because they've got so many games in hand, all yeah. the teams round about them. But it looks like another defeat today and still f- much further down the table than Barry Robson would like. Well, you know, a club of Aberdeen size being three points off the bottom of the league uh, is just unacceptable, or should be unacceptable to all concerned. Um, so, I'm I, don't remember who they've got midweek. Kilmarnock. Kilmarnock away. At home. home. Well, you know, Derek McInnes. <laughs> who knows? They've actually played really well today, though, so that'll, that'll be frustrating. You know, missed some, some good chances. 
loss of goals that doesn't get you out of jail entirely they're a funny team um, isn't they they're a real funny team I, I watched do them. feel like some of the performances have been good in Europe the other night there yeah. in the second half mm-hmm. I thought they were brilliant I really did and then you're thinking right they've got to kick on from that we're listening to Fraser and Majorski's at the, pa- uh, the post missed a chance and you're thinking when you pressed that button I thought 1-1 one, one. Mm-hmm. but they concede goals that's the problem Aberdeen concede too many goals Fascinating midweek coming up then. You've got uh, Rangers at Tynecastle. Hibbs going to Celtic Park. On the back of three wins and yeah. on the bounce, I think, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Almost unheard of for Hibbs. Four, four, four wins on the bounce. Yeah. That's, that's brilliant. Four wins on the bounce for Hearts. Three for Hibbs, is that right? Um, so, very, very interesting midweek. Because let's be honest, you know, Celtic have scored three tremendous goals today. But the manager has found flaws in the team. And Rangers have scored No, two sorry, goals. Hibs. Um, yeah, sorry, yeah, Hibs. Yeah. Today would be the third. And yeah, then it yeah. would be a draw before that as well. So, on and a not bad run. Good, good run of form. Today for Rangers, you know, same story. They've got the two goals without ever hitting any great heights. Uh, so, it's a it's a tense Wednesday night. Celtic Park and Tynecastle. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, Fraser was saying there that uh, Hibernian, you know, are playing, he said, kind of old school 4 4 2. Which is unusual, but interesting to see if they go to Celtic Park and continue four four two. That I mean, it's brave, but that in, in a sense, they've got nothing to lose because yeah. they've, they've they've had these uh, you know three wins on the bouncer, uh, and and therefore they're going there with bags of confidence. So you go and maybe have a go. In well, that they, case, Celtic will be happy because <laughs> it won't be someone you know kind of everybody. Well, they did the it ball. in the home game yeah. and got something at Easter yeah. Road, didn't they? Um, mm. But like we said, it has to be done right because they mm. then try. I think they had tried at Ibrox just before and got, right. got picked. I think apart. Celtic pass a little bit different because they, they, you know, we know that the ball boy, uh, ball, ball kids throw the ball into the pitch quick and they start the game quicker. And there's a wee bit mm. more of a tempo and it's a, a loud Celtic part where it's maybe away from home. It's no, it's not quite as easy. Penalty Aberdeen though, handball <laughs> by Lewis Stevenson. I'm sure they will now check that to make mm. sure of it, but a chance. Uh, a chance to certainly get back into it and maybe even spark a comeback. Well, Mayowski's uh, a penalty taker. Isn't no, no, so McGrath. McGrath. Was McGrath? Well, yeah, I think so. Right. I, yeah. You, you might be right. Yeah, yeah. You I think it is. Right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But is he still on the pitch? Did he? Did I hear you saying he gets up? Could be wrong. I could mm-hmm. be hearing things. It's coming up to Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a good month for me, December. <laughs> That's but right. if, if he's on the pitch, he will take the penalty. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think you're right. But uh, anyway, it's a, we're still waiting on it. It's not a VAR check. Saved the penalty. Oh, is took saved. Miofsky took it. Miofsky. He's having a um, terrible day. <laughs> McGrath must be off then. That was because Gordon wanted him as a player of the year. Incredible. For him. <laughs> Poor Jan Miofsky. He's been on fire <laughs> you've, recently. You've, you've jinxed and him. We've jinxed him. We have jinxed him. <laughs> you've jinxed him. Low to the keeper's right. A decent <laughs> save. Listen, if there's one man who David can save Marshall, a penalty it, under yeah. pressure, it's David Marshall. Mm-hmm. How could we forget? Mm-hmm. You know it's not going to be your day now. Um, McGrath is still on and Miofsky took... I cannot game. understand that because I'm sure McGrath took the last one mm-hmm. and calmly mm-hmm. slotted at home. David Marshall Striker, saving right? penalties, Striker. eh? Some things never Demanding change. Him, yeah. I'm going to look up that. Andy can boogie. <laughs> he can be. That was the yeah. great thing about yesterday, wasn't it? Because his, that night we got that outpouring of emotion and it was great to go mm-hmm. to a tournament, but... We were in the draw as a playoff winner. Yeah. We never actually got the uh, draw. We never got to see yeah. Scotland's yeah, name get, get get drawn out. It to be, you know, if you're a bit like Wales just now, isn't it? Yeah. Whereas Scotland, you actually see Scotland's name, particularly when you play Germany in the opening fixture. It's a 
It's a fantastic opening well, fixture, listen, you know. I always say, of all our pundits, Jim Duffy, you are the biggest mm-hmm. Scotland fan. How exciting was that draw yesterday? I, I just think it was a, a brilliant. And, you know, we know that um, you know got, all, all the games are going to be difficult, but I think if you look at the draw with the teams you could have got, you think, well, that's not bad. It's not horrendous. Even Germany, who are, listen, a fantastic side, but... In first game, sometimes they get a wee bit nervous. So all of those things considered, I think it's a phenomenal uh, um, draw. Um, and it was just great to to see as exactly what you said. Scotland's name coming out, coming out and uh, and getting drawn. I think it was Brian Lauder that was doing, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it was just yeah. Was I had to laugh. Tremendous when they interviewed Steve Clark after, mm-hmm. and of course, the first question is about playing the host yeah. nation mm-hmm. in Munich. Opening game How much more romantic Uh, Dramatic do you want it to be And he's now changed his name by Deadpool His first name's now Bah His second (laughs) name's now Humbug (laughs) Uh, And he said We need to play the game Not the occasion Uh, So you know That that kind of attitude Has taken Scotland places Under Steve Clark He makes you laugh But What a manager he's turned out to be for us that's just the occasion isn't it If you accept you get to a major tournament It's going to be tough You might as well get a bit of prestige in yeah. there And it doesn't come any more prestigious than opening no. game yeah, I mean, In Munich the I, stadium, I mean it's, it's, it's an unbelievable stadium You know the focus um, You know everybody the spotlight If you're a player at all That's the game That's the game of your dreams really Because let's be honest We're likely, not likely to be there playing in the final So therefore playing the first yeah, game I That's brilliant yeah, We fret over the qualification group mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. When we win the qualification group or qualify with two games to spare, mm-hmm. we fret over which pot we'll be in, mm-hmm. and then when we get into that pot, we fret over the fact it's that we're we'll Germany. Yeah, no, but it's more like you want you want a good draw every year yeah. with the Champions League. You know, if the Champions League comes out mm-hmm. and you're a team from Scotland or a smaller mm-hmm. team and you're in with Real Madrid and Man City, mm-hmm. yeah. you're not going to qualify from the group. So I think it was nice to have a bit of mm-hmm. prestige, but at the same time, you wouldn't yeah. have wanted to be. Yeah. You wouldn't have wanted to be France, Denmark, Scotland, no, Italy. No, you know, it would have been great to be Portugal. there. Portugal, it's decent. No, I think, I think in terms of Hungary, you, and so, I mean, you, why did you just shout Portugal randomly at me? Because you, because you don't think they're amazing. I, no, the, the, rather than Germany, I'd have rather had Portugal. All <laughs> oh, right, as the weakest top seed <laughs> yeah, for you. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what your thoughts are, Jim. No, listen, I, I think Germany is the perfect game for Scotland. You know, having the the opening fixture, as I, as I said, the, the Germans are. I've got some tremendous players, but they, 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 they could be a wee bit edgy because you know they haven't done so well in the last couple of tournaments, and uh, you know the, 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 there's a lot of pressure on them. I, so I, just quickly, Bacchus, Grieve, and Jameson all came on. McMenamin, Boyd Munson, Kilty went off, and then Matondo and Yilmaz for McCausland and Barisic. <laughs> I think we also add entertainment value off the park yeah. to the opening game <laughs> because. There'll be who knows how many thousands of Scottish fans. But in Munich there. anyway, you know, even though they don't get the tickets for the game, they'll be packed out. Yeah, 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 that's for sure. But the actual ceremony, mm. the whole opening day, hoop they do, will be enhanced by having the Tartan Army guys there and girls. Did you read Steve Clark? I'm sure I saw a quote this morning saying he didn't watch France '98 because he was oh. in a huff with Craig Brown. <laughs> he's not in a huff he's good. He, Hugh, Surely not He's not in a huff He doesn't go he's, this is, this is, No 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 he Why is he in a huff? <laughs> because he always felt And it, it, for me It dogs him to this day 
that he should have had more caps than he got <laughs> and I think he thought he should have been in that squad and he wasn't and he also he, hadn't he hadn't played for Scotland for years before that but yeah. generally I think I think you are right he, he yeah. mentioned it to us didn't he we went to yeah. interview him after yeah. he got Hampton, yeah, good yeah. player Steve Clark yeah. yeah of course he was uh, and he wouldn't yeah. have been at the places he, he was but it lives with him it's still in his deepest subconscious <laughs> and he's 60 years old now what, yeah. what Scottish teams did he play for? St Mirren no. Then anyway, Chelsea, Chelsea. Where else? I think that was it. Because I mean, obviously he went to Chelsea and finished there being a bit of coaching, playing coaching, then went to Newcastle with Hewlett and back, back to Chelsea. But he has that little thing at the back of his mind that I should... I think he got eight caps, I think. Six. Six. Right, but he clearly felt it should have at Who least was the right back at to, that time? To double figures. Remember. I'm not great with my Scotland caps. Well, to be, that, at what point he, sp- he spanned oh, a lot he made his St Mirren debut in 82 and didn't oh 82 um, Fraser Wishers pointed out he was 35 in 1998 as well yeah, I but I'm sure that, I yeah. saw that this morning some quote <laughs> that he was uh, in the huff is he, is he not just been a wee bit tongue in cheek thirty five. Um, what a day for Son at Spurs he put Spurs one up at the Etihad mm. and then he scored an own goal to make it Man City one Spurs won oh. Pit ball against Ange ah. Ball How mm. many inverted fullbacks yeah. Can you squeeze onto one pitch They'll all be banging into each other yeah. Centre halves against the midfield oh, You know the ball. There'll be no defenders There should, should really be eight each if, <laughs> if you want to call it that It should be just A, ga- a game of attack We'll, we'll batter him Jim We'll batter him Guardiola <laughs> did say that Ange Made football a better place yeah. He likes him doesn't he? Yeah. He's taken to big Ange's certainly yeah, Everybody loves Ange impre- don't yeah, yeah. They're all loving him Oh, the press love him. The, the fans seem to like him. I had a lot of time for him in Australia when I met him. Today, <laughs> today could be his fourth defeat in a row. Uh, we'll see how the, yeah. the love is then. Yeah, yeah. but I think, I think people are, begin changed. People are understanding <laughs> the amount of injuries. Oh, the injuries I mean, they're absolutely battered by. I mean, injuries said absolute key players. Not just one or two. You know, half a team, probably more than half a team. Um, so yeah, yeah, I think there, there, there's a little bit. Uh, Love left for him yet, Hugh. I think he's got a wee bit more of a honeymoon period than, than some managers might have got. Because of the style, because they're, yeah. they're attacking and I think that's what the, the fans, the, the, the Spurs fans were desperate to see a manager really, you know, emphasized, yeah. you know, out, out, you Speaking know of that, playing, playing attacking football. That draw, how many Scotland fans do you think uh, spent a lot on flights and accommodation <laughs> to Germany last night? Well, they said it went oh, up 600% the flights, oh, didn't they? Which is just geez, outrageous. It should be 600%? The flights are because they know we're in a camper van, boys. Listen, there'll be that many that will travel from various parts. Mm-hmm. They'll go to France or wherever, and they'll t- they'll just all drive there. But you can guarantee there'll be at least thirty thousand, if not more, in Munich yeah. on that opening day. How many get tickets for the games? Probably a fraction of that, but there'll be at least thirty thousand in Munich. It's like Celtic and Seville in mm-hmm. two thousand three, and Rangers and Seville when they played Eintracht. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll, they'll just go whether you can watch the match or not they'll, yeah, they'll the just go are you yeah. planning going Jim? I don't think so nah, no. unless, unless, unless I've got a job I think I don't think I'd be <laughs> I don't think I could afford to go you've got to you know but if you're, if you're working and, uh, then fair enough you know if you want to go there I would love to go I have to say that I would love to go some experience uh, uh, any of the games I would love to go I mean I've been at the Euros before doing pro license stuff you know going and watching the games and analysis the uh, 2000 and 
two, I think it was all these years ago. Uh, Bel- Bel- Cup, Belgium yeah, and Holland. But I would love to. I would love to go to Scotland, Scotland, Switzerland, Scotland, Scotland, Aston Villa. Yeah, absolutely. Costa scored. Uh, yeah. Greg Brown, ninety six. I think that was the last time Scotland played Switzerland, wasn't it? Yeah, great goal. What a goal that was! Great to say from McCoy's. And I know that everyone's looking at you know performance level who's going to make the squad who's not but also fitness wise you might be interested to note that Angus Gunn played for Norwich today the first time since the 21st of October and Lammers going on so Steve Clark will be happy with that one yes Sam Lammers comes on along with Dujon Sterling as well quite an interesting uh, change so Cantwell and Tavernier off Connor Goldson the captain I was going to say um, Rangers possibly need to do a bit more of this they maybe need to Use James Tavernier Rest James Tavernier mm. a bit more And then I realise There's only five minutes left mm-hmm. So it's hardly a massive gesture But there we go Yeah but it's a rest um, it's, uh, it's still unusual But let me come off Yeah just giving the, the lads A bit mm. of uh, Five minutes plus VR time This is where the The way you impact a game Can be measured In a couple of different ways You know if you're talking about That, that eye test and, and dominating a game And taking it by the scruff of the neck I don't feel like the eye test this has been a brilliant performance by Todd Cantwell but he can come off the pitch and say I set up both goals and everything's rosy and his confidence will be good and it, it, it vindicates the decision to play him in his best position Well I think I think he has played a lot better in there I, I don't think he was brilliant but he was good he was good I, I think he had moments in the game where uh, you know, he, he was creative, he was explosive, he, you know, he was positive. I think that's what everybody knows he has in his locker. He's not a guy that's going to track fullbacks back and, you know, going for tackles. And we know he's still a wee bit soft when, you know, he gets challenged. But get him on the ball, he can create. And that's what he's done today. And even though we don't think it's an actual assist in the, in the, in the first goal, it's the fact is he was in and around the box, Gordon. He was up there to support his striker and that ultimately um, affect, affected the, the situation to, to get the goal so I think he's had a, I think he's had a, a good performance and I think he's, he's shown the manager really if you're going to play me that's where to play me yeah I think he can be happy with his uh, afternoon's work brilliant uh, pass really for do. the second goal yeah and good, listen the man in match probably Seema two terrific mm-hmm. goals two good finishes two different finishes uh, do him the world the good that's his confidence well, I, I think he's got 11 goals Seema I, I mean if you actually f- finished the season with 11 goals from a wide play you think that's yeah, a good yeah, return yeah. you know if you finish the season with 11 goals from a winger you think that's good I mean he's, he's replacing Ryan Kent how many goals did Ryan Kent score so 11 goals is a good return so yeah he's had a bit of a barn spell up to today but overall you have to say he has been a positive sign is he a lone E? Mm-hmm. yeah from Brighton yeah, yeah. Brighton for the Seagulls mm-hmm. oh, that's a good mm-hmm. user mm-hmm. No, 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 no. We had so much quality that we could let one or two go. Toma there, isn't he? He's been brilliant. He's not bad. So, but I think if you looked at, you know, if you take Seema just to Monsell, you have to say that is that is a good sign. And that that is really positive. Scoring that amount of goals and and uh, and up before the turn of the year. David Marshall, man of the match, which perhaps tells its own story about how that game's gone. Hibs winning two 0 but the goalkeeper has had a busy. Afternoon gone then You've done nothing but bore us About the attendance At oh, Easter Road In that one right, game that you went to right. What are you going for today? I'm going for 17,246 mm, 16,592 It's a bit cold You've got to take that into account A few extra bodies just I was unlucky Staying at home uh, Zach Hemming with the save there From Sam Lammers uh, 
wondering if it is a, you know, like an ideal time. You put him on at 2-0, there's not the same pressure. You can maybe get in on the goals. Now, they look only... at Danilo. Danilo working, chasing, pressing. That's what the fans want to see. Even when you're 2-0 up and there's only a few minutes to go, you want to see people you know, giving it everything. I think the, the, the Rangers fans can respond to that. I mean, I know a lot of them have already probably made their way home and you know the game's done, but I, th- I think that's better. And St Martin are a difficult side to play against, so a very comfortable 2-0 win. I know uh, Jack Bullins had a couple of saves, but overall, you have to say, Hugh, that's a... You know, it's a, it's a very professional, not yeah. not not like flair and everything perfect, but I mean, I've, I've, I think a very very solid Rangers performance today. Yeah, uh, you, like Celtic, you remember the finishes mm-hmm. between them. They've scored five terrific goals mm-hmm. today, mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, you know, thirty-eight game championship. You know, every game can't be scintillating, uh, and there have been moments at uh, Perth and Ibrox that have been far from scintillating, but. Five tremendous goals, three points each. On we go. Three minutes added at Ibrooks. Seven minutes at Easter Road. Oh. Does it matter? No, too I don't. late. Well, you've seen the proof today down in England, Liverpool, eighty-seven, eighty-eight. But mm-hmm. have Aberdeen got that in their locker against Hibs at Easter Road? Front of 16,000 yeah. after, after a European night Thursday, they nah, just probably don't, don't have the legs, nah, they don't, they don't, don't have the energy, Gordon, to, 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 to give it a final go. I don't see it, but good one, good one for Hibs, absolutely mm-hmm. terrific one for Hibs. Um, so, um, Aberdeen need to start picking up points, mm. got a couple of difficult games coming up, and then obviously the cup final against Rangers. Well, that, that, that's really mm. around the corner now, mm-hmm. you know. So, you've you very quickly got to pull yourselves together um, because the old argument about the try harder against Rangers that, that doesn't work in cup finals it does if you're playing Rangers <laughs> no, <laughs> no but I think, I think you're, I, I, Aber- three down. Aberdeen have to try and get a wee bit of confidence from somewhere they can't just hopefully hopefully it clicks into gear in a cup final so the next couple of games they need a positive result before they get to that cup final in a couple of weeks time you know I'm just looking at the league table uh, Celtic are on top 39 points Aberdeen are 26 points behind them you know the, we've got five big teams Rangers, Celtic Hearts, Hibs, Aberdeen mm-hmm. 26 points between <laughs> Celtic yeah, and Aberdeen, Aberdeen have got a game in hand here uh-huh. so you've got to take that into consideration the difference in bank balance will do that to you I suspect yeah, but that, and, and and the amount of games I've played, the goal shouldn't be that big. I don't think. I don't think that, you know as many. Mm. I think if you're near the end of the season, you might go fair enough, but not. Yeah. Not pre Christmas. No. Uh, Rangers fans just seeing this one out, enjoying it. Um, what they're seeing so far, two 0 and maybe a minute or so to go at the most, a bit longer. At Easter Road But I don't think any late surprises Don't forget The phone lines have been open For the majority of the afternoon It is a bit more difficult When the games are ongoing But We will fully kick off The phone in section Of the show When these finish So whatever you're thinking Whether it is Celtic's performance Celtic's result Today Rangers Hibs Whatever else you've witnessed Over the weekend Or even Scotland's Euro draw 0141 Why not try and get your call in Right now actually and we'll get it lined up and get you on as soon as this one finishes. 
So I think I think Rangers got a corner in the last minute. So it's actually done. No, it's done already. Let's go to Ibrox and speak to Roger. Rangers two, St Mirren nil. Tannoy inside Ibrox has just advised supporters to take care in the icy pavements outside the stadium. Inside there were no slip-ups for Rangers. Two goals for Abdallah Sima, two assists for Todd Cantwell, and three points for Philippe Clement. It was not fancy at times Gordon but Rangers made the breakthroughs when they needed them the gap to Celtic is back to 8 points with a game in hand and they go to 3rd place Hearts on Wednesday night now in much better spirits it was pedestrian for long spells of the first half Cyril Dessers heading into Zach Hemmings arms from an early James Tavernier corner moments later Tavernier to Dessers again this time with a shot wide in the near post St Mirren were far from just passengers in that first half Junai Younger just missing a ball across the face of goal from Scott Tanzer and Jack Butland called into service with a diving save to deny Caelan Boyd months before half-time. But in stoppage time, at the end of that first half, Rangers got the breakthrough with a terrific goal. It was started by the captain, Tavernier, deep inside his own penalty box. He played it to Connor Goldson. He dinked a ball to Ross McCausland in the right-hand side. Fed to Dessels in the channel. Knocked inside to Todd Cantwell. And just as he was ready to pull the trigger, in came Seema, who stole it off his toe and slammed a right-foot shot past Hemming for the breakthrough. He scored the first goal of the Clermont Reign against Hibs. He also scored a 3-0 win at Paisley under Stephen Davis. It's now 10 for the season for the winger. And he set Rangers on the path to the three points. St Mern stayed in the game in the second half. A younger twice testing Butland. And at the other end, Dessers forcing Hemming, Hemming into a save from an angle. He only lasted an hour, Dessers, before being replaced by Danilo. And ten minutes later, it was 2-0. Cantwell again, the provider. A routine through ball down the middle. Seema raced onto it and an easy right foot finish past Hemming to seal the points. That meant an early break for Tavernier, for Barisic, for Cantwell and McCausland, probably with Tynecastle on Wednesday night in mind. It wasn't great at times. The result will do Clement fine. Rangers 2, St Mirren nil. Go on then, Rangers fans. What did you make of that? 01419511025. How would you sum it up? How pleased were you uh, with the win? What stood out in a good sense? Was there anything that still needs worked on? What did you make of Todd Cantwell? Back in the team, back in his normal position, and two assists. Dessers got his chance from the start. Did he take it, or did the team still look much better? With Danilo in attack Anything at all that you took away from the game at Ibrox Many of you will be jumping in the car Or on the train or getting back in the bus Why not give us a call 01419511025 St Mirren fans Where did it go wrong? It wasn't that bad a performance I don't think you would say You weren't far out of the game And you had your moments um, But what could have been better? 01419511025 We are nearly done in the game at Easter Road as well So we'll get a full time report there from Fraser Wishart But unless there is any last minute surprise I think we all know it's going to be an Aberdeen uh, Sorry, a Hibs victory In the end there So if you've got thoughts on that one you can do And of course it's been a long old Sunday If we think back to lunchtime Celtic not very convincing in the first half But a great second half showing and it means Brendan Rodgers' side win by three goals to one. So again, what did you take away from that game? Phone us right now, 01419511025. It's full-time Easter Road. Aberdeen 2, Hibernian 0. What a strange day for Aberdeen as the season continues to baffle everybody around Aberdeen as a football club. On the face of it, 2-0. Sounds like a comfortable win for Hibs, but far from it. Actually, a really good performance by the Dons, but they lost two soft goals had several great chances, including a Majorski penalty, and missed them all. And a combination of poor finishing 
And really vintage goalkeeping by David Marshall was outstanding all day. Have got the points for Hibernian. Goals from Venter in the first half, fish in the second half. The difference between the teams. Sounds were decent and the teams are separated. Had a break by that Venter goal on 18 minutes. It's not in spite of he actually got a warning in the first minute. A long ball by Fish over the top. Boyle's pace got to the ball first. His low shot was saved by Ruse at the front post. But the back three of Dons didn't heed that warning. And in 18 minutes, Marshall kick out was misjudged by Jensen completely. Rubicic wasn't covering. He was caught standing watching and Boyle ran through one and one with Roos and he squared to Venter to tap into the empty net. But Aberdeen had their chances. Jensen and McGrath brought out good saves from Marshall with their best chance was when Shinny squared the ball across the six-yard box. Mijowski should score at the back post. A brilliant save by Marshall and the post and the ball was scrambled away. Hibs then started the second half well. Good defending by Dons. A number of crosses and corners, Levitt shot just over, but after that it was almost all Aberdeen for the second half they had the ball in the back of the net after 60 minutes when Marshall and Sockler clashed going for a Clarkson cross, it was a clear three kick when McGarry scored and put the ball into the empty net but Willie Colm said no goal, but that was a start of a really good spell for the Dons McGarry then blazed over from a really good position where he set up, set up by Shinny and Duns continued that good spell and a great chance in 63 minutes Richard Jensen with a diagonal pass Mijowski came in at the back post, Boy from 8 yards, it hit the post but he really should have scored. And two minutes later, Devlin whipped in a lovely cross to the front post. Mijowski again with the volley. Really good contact, but his shot was a yard wide and he really should have scored. And they were made to pay for all these misses. 2-0 to Hibs on 70 minutes. And again, another simple goal and a poor goal from an Aberdeen perspective. Boyle with the corner. Fish arrived at the by post. Powerful free header into the back of the net from six yards. But Don's had the chance to get back into the game. 77 minutes. Handball given against Lewis Stevenson. Penalty kick. And it's Mijowski not McGrath that stepped up but to sum up Mijowski's day his shot was saved low to his right by David Marshall decent save but not the best penalty either there's still time for Marshall to deny Jack Milne the young sub Connor Barron the other sub and Leighton Clarkson a brilliant performance by David Marshall and Hibbs now are on the tail of Simmons and Hearts above them improving under Nick Montgomery continues with Barry Robson will wonder how he didn't get at least a point from this game full time Easter Road to Burnley to Aberdeen nil. And it's that time after the game where you get to have your say So let us hear it 01419511025 Ibrox will be clearing out You're just jumping in the car as we said Why not give us a call and let us know what you made of it The good stuff, the not so good stuff The bits in between We want to hear it all from you Todd Cantwell back in the number 10 position Two assists for him, what did you make of it? You look at Dessers being given a start Did he take his chance? There was... Changes in the centre of defence Perhaps we didn't see too much of them uh, What did you take away from it? St Mirren fans, you as well What could you have done better today? 0141951 Call us right now In the same number to you Celtic fans You've had a couple of hours for the dust to settle How do you look back on McDermott Park? Is it all about just being a good win in the end And a good second half showing with some stunning goals? Or do you still have some worries or concerns about the first half? Let us know either way. 01419511025 and we'll take your call next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Call Robert Accident Repair. Fault and non-fault insurance specialist. Robert will even pay your excess. It's your reaction. 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard's open line. The full-time picture in the Scottish Premiership on a Sunday evening is Rangers 2, St Mirren 0, Hibs 2, Aberdeen 0 and St Johnston 1, Celtic 3. Until 6 o'clock we're here to look back on it all but we need your help. 01419511025 It's always a simple question. What did you make of your team's performance 
today Pick up the phone and let us know In the company of Gordon DL, Jim Duffy And of course Hugh Keevens Alan is a Rangers fan First through, how would you sum today up Alan? Uh, um, at the end of the day The three points that matters more than anything there But I thought we were poor right up till we scored In the end of the first half there uh, we just I don't know what it is We blew it last week against Aberdeen We blew it uh, when I was there on Thursday night there And I thought we couldn't get any worse But we did we, uh, we just, There's just something was lacking there altogether But once I got the goal And they come out the second half uh, But midway through the second half I thought there was a lot of nervousness there uh, And then we scored the second goal And it kind of relaxed it a bit there As I said, at the end of the day It's the three points that matters more but we've got to get into that winning mood. We've got big games coming up towards the end of this month now, especially, well, Hearts on Wednesday night, and we've got the Cup final coming up a week on Sunday, two weeks' time. So uh, I, we just, I, I don't know what to do, what, what they can do here, but uh, I'm sure uh, the manager will have it all sorted out by the time the Cup final comes. How important was that SEMA goal and the timing of it then, if you felt it was, a, you know, perhaps even worse than some of the performances you've seen up until that point? I thought that they, up till they scored there, I thought we were really poor. It just We just couldn't seem to knit two balls together at all there. Uh, two passes, string the passes together properly there. But once we scored, it kind of took the pressure off. And the second half, we come out, we tried to get the second goal. But St Mirren, don't, don't get me wrong, St Mirren, they did try because they had to open up after a five, six-man defence. They opened up there. Uh, that kind of gave us a bit of chance as well. But... Until we scored the second goal, I thought there was a bit of nervousness in there. Is that a fair summation? Took Rangers a while, but once they got going, it was comfortable in the end? Yeah, see, Alan's a long-standing Rangers fan. He's seen the good times and the bad times, and he knows what they look like. And he knows when he's looking at mediocrity. And right now, he's seeing mediocrity, but he's happy that his team... Get there in the end And they did score two goals And that's the Celtic story as well I think there's a lot of mediocrity about But they've scored three very good goals uh, So the two of them are building towards that meeting With each other at Celtic Park On the 30th of December But Alan is not being fooled He knows he's seen much better Rangers teams Than the one he's looking at now yeah, I, th- I think that um, you, you're not always going to dominate football matches for, for 90 minutes. You want more um, goal threat uh, in the periods, but it's about the clinical moments, it's about the important moments, and Rangers scored two uh, terrific goals today. The first goal was an absolutely brilliant goal, you know, from, from a footballing perspective, right from the edge of their own penalty box all the way up um, to, to the finish by Seema. And the second goal was real quality from Co- uh, Todd Cantwell and a lovely finish, uh, run run and finish from Seema. So I think it, the, the, there are moments there where Rangers showed that they do have that quality, but they've got to produce it more often for the fans. And and then I think the, the atmosphere at Ibrooks will change a little bit more then. There's a little bit more excitement. I think at this moment in time, you know, the the fans are waiting, and the players delivering. There's no, uh, you know, the, the 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 same connection that there was maybe in the first three or four games under uh, Philip Clement. I th- I think Rangers fans have got to be patient. Um, new managers come in. It's all right saying you want attractive football. Michael Beale couldn't get attractive football out the some of the Rangers players. Uh, this new manager certainly got a tune. There's no doubt in that. He's winning games. Uh, probably a disappointing result on Thursday night. 
But you need to be patient in January Let him get his own players in Style of football How he's going to play Today for me simply Was you were up against a St Mirren team Well organised, well drilled Going to make it very difficult for you Make sure you get the three points First and foremost The performance first half wasn't the greatest Probably the icing the cake The goal just before half time Takes a bit of pressure off And Sima, two goals today Will do his confidence the world a good um, Alan, what about Sima? How do you feel about him? He had that brilliant goal-scoring run mid-September to mid-October, then hadn't scored an eight, but then gets a double today. What do you what do you think of him? Well, I I, I actually like him there. Uh, uh, I mean, that's what ten. That's eleven goals now he's scored, uh, and that's I mean he's only a, a, on loan from Brighton if I remember correctly. Yep. And uh, I think I would I would buy him. I would have him there. Because uh, looking at what we've got there for, for Michael Beale, where the players that he thought was going to be absolutely fantastic was going to do us, uh, make us champions there, and they haven't shown at all there. Uh, but Sima, he's, he's scoring the goals here, which is, matters more than anything there. Uh, so I, I like him. In fact, I would like to see him staying here at Ibrox. We don't need to decide now, Hugh, but it's a fun hypothetical game as it stands. Can you see Rangers in a position where they want to try and make that happen? Yes, I accept. Don't know what it would cost and all oh. the rest of it. But just, you know, in theory, based on his contribution so far. I would agree with Alan that uh, it'd be a handyman to have about the place on a permanent basis. Um, but one of the interesting factors associated with the January transfer window is who will have to go at Ibrox in order that Rangers can afford to bring in new players because Celtic are cash rich but Rangers are not in that position um, so Sima at the moment may be out of their league in terms of finance yeah like I say I get there's a there's an actual factual way of looking at it and things that have to happen like I said on a purely footballing basis if we were talking computer game territory Gordon would you would you keep Seema do you yeah. think is he offering enough oh yeah I, I think Jim made a good point if you've got a winger that gives you maybe 11-12 goals a season you're probably happy with that mm. he's going to add to that there's no doubt we're, we're only in the beginning of December um, if he keeps fit then he's certainly go, he's going to go by the 15 mark. And if you're doing that, then I'm sure you're worth a place in the team. But it goes down to financial situation. He's probably on decent money at Brighton as well. Uh, what Brighton would look f- uh, sort of a fee. So there's mm-hmm. a lot of hurdles to go over before that happens. Todd Cantwell started Alan and he was back in his more familiar role. He set up both goals. What did you make of his contribution? I thought that he was in the right position now because... He doesn't play in the wing. That's he was out of position. Uh, it was disappointing when he got taken off on Thursday night. There, uh, it's a bit of an embarrassment for him, and well, the crowd certainly let uh, the manager know how they felt about it. But uh, he was in his right position, and I, play, I think he played a lot of good football the other day because he knows where he wants to play, and that's where he was, and he was dominant where he was playing. Again you talk about moments Jim Maybe up until the goal um, We spoke about it for Sima Up until the goal Maybe wasn't quite clicking for Todd Cantwell And then even if he does overrun it Even if it's not a deliberate assist He gets one Looked more at it Second half threads that nice pass that you enjoyed 
Yeah, but it's because he's in the right area. He's up in an advanced area where he can go and support. He can he can see the play in front of him. He's not like a winger where he's standing out there with a fullback in front of him or knowing when to come in and allow the fullback to go. So he's in a more comfortable position to be effective. And as I said, in games where you're not, you know, you're not creating a host of chances. It's how effective you are in those vital moments. And Rangers were very effective in those pivotal moments. And Todd Cantwell was instrumental in that. Yeah, I think um, I think every Rangers fan leaving Ibrox this, this afternoon will be in the same opinion that that's Cantwell's position. Sometimes I think he, he he lacks a little bit discipline because he's one of these players that just wants to go on the ball all the time. He wants to make things happen. That's okay, but when you're playing in a team, sometimes you've got to sacrifice, you know, yourself occasionally. So that other people can pick up the ball in different positions, but I thought he did a decent game today. I don't think he was brilliant, but a good assist, especially for the second goal. That's a terrific pass because Sima doesn't even need to break his stride. All the balls, on, uh, the weighted balls, terrific for him. First goal, Sima decides I'm taking over. Quite rightly so, and bangs it in the back of the net. But I think that uh, going forward, I think everybody would agree. If Cantwell's got to be in the side, he's got to be playing in that role. Do you think this is the start of that happening, Alan, that, that Cantwell plays there and, and Lammers maybe starts amongst the subs? Yes, uh, I would say so. Uh, see, see, the trouble is now, because now we've got January sales coming up there, we can't get rid of some of these players because they're on a lot of money. That's the biggest worry there. Uh, who the much going to get in now? Uh, and it's all going to be financial. That's that's the biggest worry that, I, that worries me there. Because uh, I, I don't think we can get rid of anybody unless we put them out on loan, uh, like Sir Lamas, uh, Dessers, and that there. Uh, that's the biggest worry there is how much we've got to spend to, uh, to get players to come in in January. Be interesting to see the, the new director of football who starts work on the 2nd of January. He comes in with a whole fresh perspective and uh, being from. The Netherlands, he will have a great deal of information about players there. I, I wouldn't think it would be too hard to imagine there might be a, a Dutch player or two. Uh, said that under Giovanni van Bronckhorstone, it didn't happen, didn't we? We used to get calls on that all the time. It yeah. really works out that way. Yeah, but uh, we must give the man the benefit of the doubt. And you know he will know of bargains that can be found. Um, but... Alan knows and all the Rangers fans know that this is a delicate financial balancing act uh, that Rangers don't have money to throw about. You'll certainly have targets, Hugh, but I think there's a lot of deadwood there that needs moved on. And listen, Jim said it earlier in the programme, if you're sitting there in a good contract, you ain't going to give that up. There's absolutely no chance that's going to happen. It might cost Rangers some money. They might have to put a lot of players out on loan and maybe pick up half of their wages while the other club... Uh, you know, they pick up half it as well. Before so, we worry about that, though, in terms of the, the players that are in the building already, Alan is hoping that, you know, that's Todd Cantwell sort of back in the, the team or back in that position. And Sam Lammers has had a lot of faith shown in him by two managers now. Uh, you just wonder if this is the start of a, a spell out of the side. Well, I mean, again, we, we're speaking about Todd Cantwell, but it's about a squad, you know, and the Rangers need a strong squad because, you know, they need to players that can change the game, it can affect the game. No one's really talked about Tom Lawrence today. You know, Tom mm -hmm. Lawrence, everyone's Plays thinking deeper. he's the guy that's going to link up the play. He's going to do the guy's going to be a threat when he's fit and healthy. But he dropped it today. 
and, and I thought he had a quietly effective game But he certainly didn't look as comfortable in that role So it's about the Philip Clement's still finding out about his team He's only been there, what, a couple of months? Tops, mm. eight weeks or something So he's still finding out about his players He's still finding out the strengths, the weaknesses He's still, I think he'll still try one or two little things with, 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 one, or, with one or two players uh, in the next few weeks until uh, January. Then he said a, a bit better of an assessment, and he'll realize he'll then say, right, these are the things we need. I think he'll need a centre forward, and I think he'll maybe need another wide player because I don't think he's overly keen with the ones he's got at the moment. How much did Dessers take his chance, Salon? He, he obviously didn't get in the score sheet. He held it up at times. I think the guy said in the second half. What did you make of him? What was that, sorry? Um, serial Dessers. Oh, Dessers. Uh, I'm, I'm still not sure of him. Uh, a lot of Rangers fans all around us as well. When, uh, they're still not sure as well. But if he's, if he's given the chance, if he's, I think if he can score, start scoring goals, it gives his confidence back there. And uh, it probably do him a world of good being in the team. But right now, I've, I'm not too sure about him. Did it look better when he started keeping it a bit simpler, Gordon? Um, yeah, I think I think he's got to take a lot of credit for uh, the first goal, opening goal, which was an important goal, especially the timing of it. Um, he just looks like a lad that's in the wrong movie just now for me, Gordon. Um, I do agree with that. If, if you score goals, of course, it's got to bring you confidence, 100%, especially in front of 49-plus thousand Rangers supporters at Ibrox. But he doesn't seem that kind for me. He's not an actual goal scorer. Today, early on, he was flicking things. Then he, he, he had good play holding the ball up. Second half, a little bit better. He's not doing enough to stay in the, the team. That's, I think everybody would agree with that. Um, I would need a big, big turnaround for, I think, the Rangers fans to change their opinion on Dessers. Yeah, neither... Celtic nor Rangers could be called a joy to watch at the moment they have their moments and they have scored five very good goals today between them uh, but there's a lot of players at both clubs that don't excite and January could be a very busy window Suppose today though Jim's a good one because Dessers plays and he does mm play a part in the goal mm -hmm. and Rangers win so there's no drama and there's no inquest and yes well it wasn't Vintage from him, perhaps fine. You know, it doesn't have to be, and he mm. played a part, and you, you hope it's a platform if you're Philippe Clement. Yeah, I mean, listen for us, we we we're, we're dissecting the game again on a game by game basis. Yeah. So we we're looking at today. The manager will have to look at it over a, a, a bigger period, a longer period, and obviously training that as well, and the mentality. How does he cope with playing for Rangers? The expectations, coping in front of his Gordon says fifty thousand people, Ibrox. Can he handle it? Is he is he a, a big enough character to take that on his shoulders and and revel in it, or does he freeze a little bit and does it does it uptight? Um, so all of those things have to be uh, have to be found out, and Philip Clement still, as I said, still finding out about his players. But on today's performance, I think he done okay. I think he done the you know uh, you know some really good things, and, and as I said again, had a, an impact on the game uh, that, that Rangers ultimately won relatively comfortably. Thank you very much to Alan on the line. Do you agree or disagree with what you're hearing? Give us a call: oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. You can tweet us as well at Clyde SSB. Um, I've had a gay, uh, message in from Colin He took his 
Son Louis to his first ever Rangers game today So he's happy with that win certainly too What freezing temperatures that for oh, your first oh. Rangers game yeah, Louis, oh, Louis, Louis had the long johns on Here's your Christmas present uh, the, boy, the, the boy must have been misbehaving <laughs> <laughs> Taken out in that weather um, But yeah, usual number if you want to give us a call And please do tweet us your thoughts on today's game Of course, before we head off at six, we'll get the thoughts of Philippe Clement. It'll be interesting to hear what he made of that today. And some very strong words from Brendan Rogers earlier. So let's revisit events at McDermott Park as well. Celtic fans, what did you make of that one? Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Call Robert Accident Repair. Accident not your fault, you'll be back on the road within 24 hours. The games are over. The talking begins. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Jim Duffy, Hugh Evans, and Gordon DL are here. It's 0141-951-1025. We're looking back on the three big games today and anything else that you fancy. So get in touch, Rangers fans. What did you make of the game at Ibrooks? A 2-0 win, a double from Silma, a double of assists from Cantwell. Uh, Celtic fans Yours was a bit more dramatic 1-0 down at the break A really poor goal to concede Three excellent goals to win it And some strong, strong words From Brendan Rodgers at the end as well So give us a call No matter what it is you're thinking tonight Let's hear it Stuart is a Rangers fan How are you Stuart? Hi, good evening Palmer How are you? All right? All good, all good What are you thinking tonight? Uh, very happy, aye Very happy uh, Definitely The manager was correct The can't mill The other night Definitely But he's seen with the dive, he warned him. He probably warned him in the dressing room that we don't know. Took him off. He's learned his lesson. He could see it today. The young boy, oh, of course, he's, he, he's going to be some player. Do you not think, panel, he picks a Mendy Brown loader up? Oh, wow. Talk about <laughs> talk about heaping some pressure on that's, Ross McCausland. That's a statement. I was, yeah. I was waiting to hear what name well, we got there. If I make a statement like that, I'm accused oh. of being hysterical. Oh. Uh, so give him a chance. Uh, you know, he wouldn't be playing today if if uh, Clement had wider options available because he's tried to tell everyone he's too young to be playing. Oh, I don't know. He seems to like giving him his chance, Ross McCoy. Yeah, he's given him a new deal as well. Yeah, of course. But he did say that it's too early to expect him to play every midweek and weekend. But anyway, he's an, an undoubted talent. Of that, there is no doubt. But you can't start saying <laughs> the new Brian Loudrop. I mean. Give him a chance Yeah Right if we wind in The Brian Loudrop stuff A touch <laughs> Were you impressed With him today Is that Is that a, a fair question To ask you Jim Duffy Gordon Deal? Yeah I mean yeah, Listen McCausland You know yeah we, we like him because Of his natural enthusiasm He plays Like we would all Like to think You could play They always say The, the expression Like a kid in the playground Because he's positive he dri- He's an old fashioned dribbler He likes to get at people The first thing he thinks When he gets the ball Is I'm going to take you on Everybody likes to see that It's it's a dying art Because everybody it's, it's, oh, The game's now about Pass, pass, pass possession He picks a ball up I'm going to get at you Sometimes he gets it right Sometimes he gets it wrong uh, Decision making He's still got to add that To his game But in terms of Exciting the fans And being positive And I don't think any You know I'm sure Stuart will be the same Fans love to see Players come through the ranks Love to come through the system Being part of the club And showing That um, you know They they, they love playing for Rangers And that's exactly what uh, McCausland's doing just now He's exciting the fans 
yeah, he's got he's got a bit of work to do. Of course he is, but nevertheless, um, a real top prospect, and you know, hopefully, he just keeps developing. Uh, you know, uh, nice uh, and steady. But you have let, to be, let's take let's uh, take the fact that you have to the be comparisons am- out of it. You have to be amazed by the fact that Michael Beale never struck him in. Mm. You know, yeah, yeah, but but that happens. Um, you know, you look at Forrest with Neil Lennon. Neil Lennon mm. looked at Forrest, brought him in. I think also, this is the whole point of the change, isn't it? Michael Beale didn't really. Well, Philip Clement wants more width. He wants yeah. wingers. Yeah. He's, he's kind of had to go and look there. I think McCausland brings a lot to to Rangers. I really do. I know he's young, and people say, "Well, we've just got to be careful." Look, he's a young lad. He wants to play every game. Get him out there. He excites fans for me. I think the fans like watching him. I think Jim's right. He's positive. He goes at people. He's the one thing I'm very impressed with him is when he's running with the ball. He's always in control of it. He's always in control of it. I think he's such a natural talent. I think he's got a massive mm. future ahead of him. I mean, Stuart, Brian Loudrop, we need to pit pause on that, don't we? <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't say I, I wouldn't say so. Did I, I went to all the games early when it was probably the 80s and Rangers and then or no. He's got that type of, he's got that type of a, the balance and the way Pat and the way he moves his feet. That, that, that's what I've seen, right? That's what I've seen, right? When you come back through the low drops and the, the, the gas coins and Listen, all sure might be right and in mm. 15 years time we can phone back up and say I called it first I said it before everyone else um, it's all it's good to dream big yeah. and all that stuff but that's just really big yeah, yeah, was he big. not at the Euro draw last night? Yeah, Drew Scott went out um, <laughs> and right at that moment someone but, played that dodgy yeah, audio back, noise back I think it's, a, it's the way the lad runs with the ball Loudrop was a great carrier of the ball yeah, oh, so you're seeing it then you're seeing the good pass Loudrop was 6 foot 2 graceful you know he glided across the pitch balance and I, I think I mean all, all due respect to you know McCausland's wee tricky winger you could maybe compare him with some other little small dribbly wingers but not just not Lionel Messi or something then well, just, just yeah. I'm, not saying, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not putting any comparison there's, there. a, there's, a, there's a touch of the Maradona's about Todd Cantwell <laughs> <laughs> and what about Todd Cantwell now that Hugh mentions him Stuart how important was that outcome today you know playing and contributing for him yeah a hundred percent. The manager was correct. He did dive. He did dive. He was a stupid, stupid what he done. He took him off. I, 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 you know, I watched the game all night. I think he's going to take. He's going to take Cantwell off. I just don't know why. He learned his lesson. It's a brilliant game today. But the most important thing today, look at the weather today, and the many fans were at Ibrox today. Forty-seven thousand people were at that game today, and that was freezing temperatures. That just shows you. I just saw that they're backing the manager, they're backing the team to try and move on to see what's going to happen. I think it's going to get down to two or four games. The way I, was, I watched the Celtic game, the whole the first half Celtic were highly in it. They, they couldn't, they couldn't pass the ball. They couldn't even, they couldn't even get the, even the goalkeeper. The last couple of games he's been, he's been terrible. It's going to get down to the last. It, it could possibly get down to the last old firm. Can you imagine that? Oh, can you imagine? Well, I suppose both teams were pretty poor first <laughs> half today. Um, yeah. But yeah, well, we're only a couple of weeks away. Hugh, the funny <coughs> thing is, on the calendar, we're not far away. But in fixtures, we actually are. Yeah, five, five, so many yeah, games to go before then. Yeah, each has five league games mm-hmm. to play, and uh, you know there will be more twists and turns in the story before Rangers get to Celtic Park. Um, I think the nightmare for the Celtic fans would be if Rangers came to Celtic Park and if they won went top of the league uh, but by the same token Rangers might be the one to falter and by the time they get to Celtic Park 
Celtic If they win Might be A sticker on for the league So Lot of games Five games each Before they get their hands On each other Well thank you to Stuart mm. Robert is on Twitter Just heading back From the game Cantwell was different class His pass for the second Was beautiful Sima is an enigma His first touch Is worse than mine And trust me That's bad Then he pops up With two finishes Good game Happy with the three points Well a yeah. touch of the Alan McCoy About Sima Of course you know Oh, we've went from Loudrop McCoy's like now, now we've went Seema McCoy's yeah. We're getting carried away yeah, I, think I think that was the joke yeah, that yeah. Was Thanks it. for waking yeah. up yeah. Sorry, Joining Hugh. us Sorry Honestly no. Hugh Wasted on him A wee choice sarcasm From Mr Keevage I've never been known to he's, he's on his phone To your online banking To see how much he's getting For this afternoon <laughs> no, Do you know what I think it'll be Ordering his dinner exactly. I think it's a just exactly. eat exactly. Get it scheduled Half past six. Oh yeah 6.30 On the door I'm at the front door Where you going what are you going for? I'm going Chinese tonight. Yeah. And you, you were saying there about the, the, going back to the, the the team there in the midfield, which was very expansive. If you want to say that from Rangers in terms of almost playing like you know a front five at times. So do you think they'll go like that to Tyne Castle? Um, do, you know I mean? do you think they'll go? I mean, yeah. Tyne Castle is again a wee bit like Pataudry notoriously difficult yeah. place to go and with the you, atmosphere. You're right. If you look at Philippe Clement's time, mm. he, he tends to always play. The two mm-hmm. holding midfielders, mm-hmm. if you like, or maybe Tom Lawrence just has to go and mm-hmm. do that. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see though if he if he, do, if he does go with you know the the two wingers, striker, and two supporting players with one holding midfielder because you know it can work. Can and, and Hearts, you I guess would expect in the form they're in as well yeah. to take the game to Rangers, but. That's, uh, this will be Philip Clement's I think first experience of Tynecastle I'm pretty sure yep. that is a different atmosphere there yeah. particularly in a, a third lit winter's night because without spoiling too much we will hear from Philippe Clement but Ryan Jack he says he'll be back soon so presumably mm. not midweek mm. and Raskin's injury is not progressing well mm. uh, and Jose Cifuentes mm. I don't think is exciting the Rangers fans so there will be a big decision to be made there midweek yeah, I think. I mean, the, the, he, he could tweak. I mean, he could, I think he'll probably start with Danilo again um, in that side of it. Whether he starts with Matondo and, and rest young McCausland, who knows? But in terms of the midfield, he maybe doesn't have as many options uh, in that particular situation. So, um, looking at the players he has at his disposal, mm. uh, you would probably think it'd be more likely to go with the same again. There, we won't be far away from hearing from Philippe Clement. We'll tell you what he had to say on the game, those injuries, and everything else in between. Let's hear from Brendan Rogers. I'll remind you of the earlier clip just because I think it's worth listening to. It's strong stuff from the Celtic manager. Yeah, I'm still angry, if I'm honest. The first half was nowhere near what you expect from a Celtic player and team. Just level of intensity and ambition in the game and speed and absolutely nowhere near it. Got bullied for the goal and we're soft in everything with and without the ball. Halftime is the angriest I've ever been as a manager. People who've been around me will know me that I'm very, normally very calm and so it's nothing tactical. This was about the desire and what it takes to, to play for this club. And thankfully, second half, the, the players were brilliant. Callum McGregor was outstanding second half and then I got more the energy and the ambition that I want so clearly not happy there with what he witnessed in the first half we did bring you that earlier on but I thought it was worth hearing again what about his take on 
McGregor and O'Reilly in particular. It was retro Callum McGregor for me from my first time. He scored great goals like that, left foot, right foot, and uh, obviously he's not up there so much because he's uh, he's orchestrating the game from behind. But he was he was the real catalyst. I was watching him in the second half, and and that was a Celtic captain's performance, dragging your team through the game with intensity and quality. And uh, I thought he was brilliant. But great strike. Matty's was a, a very good, well, an outstanding goal. Got to say, he set a couple of them, he's right foot, but there won't be too many better than that. He'll hit. It was a great move, got up the field, and uh, yeah, it got us into a good position in the game. To state the obvious, if you have good players, they can do good things. You know, uh-huh. they might not be having yeah. certain moments, but a certain level in the first half, but they both came up with big moments, didn't they? Yeah, I mean, you used the word retro. Mm-hmm. He's gone retro because, for the most part, He's got no confidence in those who are on the bench. Uh, and McGregor has ultimately come through for him. The equalising goal is always the important one. It sets the tone. Uh, the Matt O'Reilly goal is out of this world. And James Forrest, I repeat, clears the ball in his own penalty area, runs the length of the pitch into the St Johnston penalty area and scores the goal to make it 3-1. So the retro brigade Including Mikey Johnson Who come on As a sub The retros Have done it for Celtic today well, Let's bring in John Who is a Celtic fan How are you John? I'm okay thank you How are you all? All good so good What are you thinking? I was just uh, Listening to the last call mm-hmm. there um, And he was talking about It might go down to The last Derby game Of the season Um. To see who wins the league uh, My curiosity Is the fact that Celtic went to uh, Govan and they, they won Three points they, To be honest A makeshift team At the start of the, the season um, Obviously there's, there's games to go And there's a lot of Games to be played But do you honestly think that it might go down to the last game of the season? Is that kind of a, a, a far cry? I think it, you know you, you can't take a match from the 30th of August and Celtic were... 3rd of September, just in case anyone picks you up. I don't care, you're a couple of days out, right. but you know what will 3rd of September. And say that therefore, because mm. Celtic won with an understrength team, that's the league finished. That's clearly not the case Oh I think John I'm not saying John's right But John's just saying Like the last game he felt Was Rangers Kind of chance to do it That one was at Ibrox Celtic maybe had issues And this time This one's at Celtic Park Doesn't think it's going to go that far The only thing Jim and Gordon Is yes Celtic were It depends what word you want to use right Because At the time we were saying Oh look at this It's a, it's makeshift Because of Lager, Bielka and Scales Yeah but skills, skills is, mm-hmm. is now not considered makeshift So when this one comes around He'll play Lager Bielka won't Now there were moments in the games Because the fullbacks had to come off But Johnson and Taylor did start um, And up front it was Abada, Maeda And Kyogo, McGregor, O'Reilly So it wasn't ideal But they weren't playing No Like a bunch of dumplings <laughs> no, I also think that uh, Listen John There's no point in referring back to August, uh, September then Because some materials is Different players involved. There's different manager Rangers. Uh, if you, if you're a Celtic fan, focus on Celtic. And if Celtic keep winning games, they <laughs> they've got that 
Cushion with no Rangers with games in hand. The bottom line is to keep winning games. It doesn't matter um, what Rangers does. You, you put the pressure on Rangers having to follow all the time and not drop any more points. Today's today's games, both teams underperformed at times, but ultimately come up with the goods um, uh, with that little bit extra quality that they've both got in the final third. If the game was that predictable. Celtic wouldn't have drawn nil-nil with St John's at Celtic Park. If the game was that simple, Celtic wouldn't have drawn one all with Motherwell at Celtic Park. Celtic have five league games to play before they play Rangers. They need to be aware of pitfalls and that applies to Rangers as well because you can look at both of them and you cannot say with all certainty Oh yeah, they'll win all those games. I think you're right here. I think the Old Firm games will be certainly important. Of course they will be. But I think along the way, the way the two teams are going about their business, I think there'll be points dropped. Um, Here's one then. Do their games. None of them make it to the Old Firm game with a 100% record from here. I think there are points to be dropped here somewhere. By both. By both? Yeah. Both mm. for you? The Rangers go to Tynecastle, Dundee yeah. at home. Um, this Mother is just the, the league games. Um, St Johnson at home, Motherwell away, County at home. Mm. Tynecastle is the hardest one. If they get through that get one, through I, that think, one. I think they'll win them all. Celtic have got Hibs, Kelly, Hearts, Levy and Dundee. I think Celtic will win them all. Oh, there we go then. Jim thinks it will happen. John, what did you make of the game today? Uh, Brendan Rodgers clearly wasn't happy with the first half, but quite a turnaround in the second. Oh, it was a very hard watch. Um, at the end of the day, three points is three points. Um, my my honest opinion, um, which I was trying to put across, the last caller was talking about it might come down to the last yeah of the season. Said, yeah, um, I'm not talking about like before now and then. But Celtic Rangers may drop points. Yes, okay, that's fine. But what I'm meaning is. Um, Celtic went to govern they 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 won the game. And now the game is coming up, obviously at Celtic Park. So the I mean, to be honest, the thing about like oh it's maybe only four games, I don't think so, because obviously everybody got dope points. Well we will see It's going to be an interesting run up to that first one And then we deal with the one uh, the second one Sorry Then we deal with the one after that And the one after that And we'll, we'll take it from there Philippe Clement I'm sure Has some interesting things to say About the game against St Mirren And you will hear them right here next Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Call Robert Accident Repair Why call your insurance? Let Robert take away the hassle After they play you have your say. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Into the final part of today's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Evans, Gordon DL and Jim Duffy are here. And they're asking for you to get in touch on the phones or on Twitter at Clyde SSB. Let's hear from Philippe Clement. This is what he had to say on Todd Cantwell in particular after today's game. We talked about, about the game on Thursday and he agreed that he was not doing what he should do. He was frustrated about himself also and his performance on Thursday. So this is the reaction that I want to see. I know this is a better position for him, but we need to look also to circumstances with all the injuries. And on the right side, 
we didn't have many players available. He did a good job there also. Don't, uh, don't forget this. Against Sparta Prague, he was one of the best players. And he knows that, so he stays available also for, to play on the right side or on the left side or in the centre. Is that that issue put to bed or does Todd Cantwell still have a, a bit more to do before we stop just, just analysing that? Just listen to the manager there. I think the will, he knows that Todd Cantwell, I think, like everyone else, best positions in that number 10, you know, getting on Central. the ball, creating things, uh, making things happen, that ball through to Seema today. But I think he's also spelling it out to Todd Cantwell. There may be some games you will just have to sacrifice that and go and do a job for the team on the right-hand side. If you're not prepared to do it, I'll do the exact same thing. I'll take you off and you can sit behind me and watch. I think there's far too much spoken about Campwell. He's just another Rangers player. Uh, and the manager has said there, there were circumstances and I needed him to do a job under those circumstances. The circumstances being injury and uh, lack of a white player. Yeah. Now Cantwell didn't do what he's told And the manager had enough And took him off Now he's come back today He's had a good game And had two assists You know He needs to get on with life And he, you know, he's part of a squad And part of a team And it's not all about Number 13 No but it's, it's natural It's the first game he's been brought back Todd Cantwell was um, Philippe Clement was going to be asked We were going to hear his answer We were yeah, then going yeah. to discuss it I don't uh, think anyone's saying it, it has to rumble no, but, on forever but, yeah, yeah of course He just emphasised that the team was a, was a priority yeah, And not yeah. the individual and, and I think Todd Cantwell understands that And I think the next time If he is asked to play in a certain position You'll see a much better performance from him Yeah I totally agree with, with Jim there I think that's I think the manager's just spelled it out Look it's my way End of story I make the decisions You fit into the team Yes sometimes Like everybody else You're not going to be happy In a certain position I might ask you To do a different job Look he's recognised He's a top manager He knows where Cantwell's best position is Let's not be kidded here But sometimes As he said Against Sparta he done a terrific job Asked him to do that job On the right hand side He, he achieved that But I just think What he's doing Is spelling it out To the player Listen, this is the way it's going to be And I think Todd Cantwell, give him credit I think he sat down, he's listened to the manager And he's responded in the right way This is what he had to say on the other player Who had even more of an impact today, Abdallah Sima I spoke with, with Abdallah last couple of days also About being hungry to, to be in the box And, and to score himself it's a, it's a really nice boy, really nice lad He sometimes... Not egoistic enough for me to to be decisive himself. He wants to give the last pass, or he looks at the others before he shoots himself. So I'm really happy that he scored the two goals now and, and two really good goals. And with his pace and his power, he can hurt a lot. And that's what I want to see the next couple of months. Yeah, because it's a, in a weird way, Rangers have got better since Philippe Clement came in. But Abdallah Sima's goals had dried up. Yeah. It was a, a weird reverse that happened there. So. You can understand why uh, the manager is pleased to see him return to the goal-scoring form today. Yeah, I think he, his every word tells you that he rates Sima. Uh, and I'd be interested to know the conversations that uh, Clement is having with those behind the scenes at Ibrox about the possibility of asking uh, Brighton if there's a permanent deal or is he a one-season wonder. Uh, but... He always lets you know how he feels about players, Philippe Clement. And Seema 
is someone he clearly rates. Very easy to sum up that for me. He's telling the player, be selfish, be greedy, get in there, right 100%. <laughs> I love him. I'd like to have played under him. Don't change fullbacks, Gordon. Stay in the box, score goals. You're my man. You're my manager. <laughs> Just it's man management we've said Gordon about getting to know your players he said he had a word with Todd Cantwell and he said a word with uh, Seema he's not just putting training sessions on and, and, and telling players through the training session he's getting them into his office he's sitting down one on he's allowing the players to give their views but ultimately he's saying well I'm the manager this is what I want and if you do this you'll be on the team if you don't do it you'll be on the bench so to me that's strong management but good management uh, and finally, on the injury front, um, cup final coming up as well, there was a bit of an update. Ryan Jack will not be so long. Nicola Rasquin will have a new assessment in the beginning of the week because his uh, rehab is not going well. So I'm not so happy about that, but it's the way it is. So we need to find other solutions then for the moment. I think uh, the chance is really small for the moment how I see it but I'm not uh, a doctor I'm not uh, and I'm for sure not a specialist or a professor in those things so we're going to go to the best people to to find the, the best and the fastest solution for it we all know every team gets injuries that's football etc etc there does seem to be something about Rangers injuries though mm. in that they always seem to end up worse than first mm. feared what, what, mm. what is the, I know Philippe Clement spoke a lot about it when he first came in and I'm looking at you three as if you're going to be able mm. to give me some medical explanation when I know that you can't. But it does mm. seem that way. You get the initial injury mm. and they never make it back in time. It That's the way it feels this season. It was more candid there than managers usually mm. are about these things. He is yeah. with that stuff. I remember yeah. when he first came in, he spoke mm. about being really into the sort of injury mm. prevention and rehabilitation stuff. And if he needs to be seen by a specialist, then clearly the road back is going to be a long one. Um, but... If the manager can't tell you why they start off at a certain level and worsen, uh, then he's only being honest because he, he needs a, a medical prognosis. Uh, and all we can deal in is speculation. But as I say, he's very candid, whether it's about the players he rates, the players he doesn't rate, injuries, he gives you a straightforward answer to a straight question. Yeah, as a manager you're looking to see what players can be available to you to play in the system that you prefer to play if you've not got Raskin you've not got Jack you've not got Camel Roof you've maybe not got one or two other players whatever then you're restricted in trying to build something Gordon so you have to make sure that you get those players available for the vast majority of games listen any anybody can pick up an injury we understand that but if these are repetitive or longer uh, as you mentioned than first expected then that that's uh, damaging for the manager's progression he then has to look at the situation in January to say we need to bring players in here who are ready and fit to play competitive football on a regular basis we can't be bringing players in who are maybe carrying injuries or have had previous missed a lot of previous games as has happened in the past so I think it's more to do with our research on signing players um, and I think that's something that Rangers have to do a lot better Could it be interesting to see what this busy period looks like then Gordon does the does Jose Cifuentes he trying to make that work in there Ryan Jack eventually comes back those would be the like for like in, mm. in that area or is it you know chance to be a bit more adventurous like today with Tom Lawrence 
I, I think Tom Lawrence brings a lot to the party. I like him. I think he's a good creative player. I think he's deeper a, though, isn't it? Yeah, but I think he's a good. See, Fuentes hasn't really hit the ground running for me. You see him sometimes and think, yeah, there's something there, and then disappears a little bit. The one thing I think he's got just now, if he gets people back fit, a little bit of competition for places. I think that um, you look at Cantwell, I'll probably be a stick on now. Most games in that position because. That's his best position. Lammers will need to fight. Uh, Dessers today, I don't think he does he sell any good. Danilo comes off the bench. Matondo's back there. McCausland's just appeared and now looks like he's a stick on to play most of the games and the big games, and rightly so, because I think the boy's so talented. So I think the... Um, I think getting to January, it'll be okay, but I'm really interested to see what this type of player that this manager's got to bring to Rangers in January well I think that is nearly that sum up today's football Hugh you've got a bit of time it doesn't need to be a speed dating version of it no uh, Celtic got there in the end and with three magnificent goals at McDermott Park but the manager's reaction questioning their attitude called them soft said they were bullied at the St Johnston goal questioned their ambition and intensity level that cannot be dismissed simply because the second half was better than the first. So Celtic have work to do. Rangers were on the verge of getting another half-time reception of the negative kind from their supporters until Abdallah Sima scored right at the end. And that changed the whole complexion of the afternoon inside Ibrox. He then scored uh, an even better goal to make it 2-0 and... Rangers got there in the end like Celtic they both roll on now to Wednesday night Celtic at home to Hibs that won't be easy because they've had a good 2-0 win over Aberdeen today Rangers go to Hearts and the Tynecastle side have now won four games in a row that hasn't happened for a long long time to Hearts Aberdeen remain third bottom of the league and on Wednesday night at home to Kilmarnock, they really need to get going in a more positive direction. So, very interesting afternoon. Mm. But neither the Rangers manager nor the Celtic manager are trying to kid you that they have two outstanding teams in their hands. Rangers play nine times in December, eight more to go. Gordon, Celtic with one game fewer across different competitions, of course. But what we know today, in very simple terms, nothing changed at the top it's as you were yeah uh, Celtic threw down the gauntlet Rangers picked it up and responded and uh, you wouldn't see the two games if you look at them and uh, analyse them first halves weren't that particularly great especially Celtic I thought they were poor second half deserved to win the game they, they, they bossed the game Rangers got the goal at the right time let's be honest there because I think there'd have been a different atmosphere if that whistle would have went nil nil St Mirren walking the players walking down that tunnel so job done three points each and well done to Hibs terrific result today yes and we move on to a new week on Clyde One Super Scoreboard the festive period is well underway I think the fixture certainly it is busier than ever we'll reflect on everything that happened this weekend tomorrow and then straight back on to the midweek fixtures as well so good win in the end for Celtic some terrific goals and a 3-1 victory at St Johnston a bit straightforward on the scoreboard for Rangers certainly got going eventually in 1-2-0 against St Mirren and Hibbs beating Aberdeen at home that adds to yesterday's drama at Fir Park Hearts winning at Kilmarnock there was a Euro 2024 draw in there as well Scotland 
in a group with hosts Germany, Hungary and Switzerland So plenty to look back on tomorrow in the company of Roger Hanna and Andy Halliday But in the meantime we will say our goodbyes We'll speak to you at 6 o'clock tomorrow And the Hits UK chart with Fleur East is up next One Super Scoreboard with Call Robert Accident Repair. Run a fleet of vehicles, let Robert manage them whatever the accident.